So, ew, I have like dried beans on me. <laughs> yes, that Can't is in the it. podcast right now. Oh. That is the beginning of the podcast. I just dried noticed beans. that after I press play. They moisturize yeah. so well. Ooh, Cut, wow. <laughs> Those little spots. They're doing well. Almond oil, but hard. <laughs> it's really, it, it works wonders, guys. Okay, anyways, episode 32, I think, of Killer Reactions. Yes, guys. Applause. 32. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you get 32. a show. And you get a show. It is 32. So it's... But, uh, killer reactions, did I say that? I don't know. Sure. Um, with me, Jasmine, your host, Jack, long time. Fan of the show. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Oh, we're going to do our things again. Oh, well, you're interesting everybody else. Sorry. Robert. Hi, I'm Robert. Nice to meet you. And Danny. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Hello, to our studio. <laughs> to our studio. I love it. Right, guys? Look at this setup. It's amazing. amazing. There's a tamale there. <laughs> Some bean stains, apparently. <laughs> a bitters bottle holding up my mic right now. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Alright, so I decided for who I'm going to choose, I was going to go through one of those like serial killer books I have and just like pick a random person out of there. So, that random person is Dean Arnold Coral. 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 I knew that was going to happen, and I literally, every time I wrote the name, I was thinking that in my Um, A.K.A. The Candyman. The Candyman can. And that's it. It was hard. It was hard writing this. So here, what are your first reactions? Uh, that's the same person in both of them? Yes. <laughs> he looks oh, a right? lot scarier okay, than the yeah. left one. I think because the left one, he doesn't have no eyebrows. Well, what's happening? The head is helping him out a lot. Because it's like face. The he background? Looked... I think it's the background doesn't help. But look, the head covers like his forehead, and that's when he has like misshapen kind of. Oh, kind of. He has a five head. Yeah. Which is totally fine. <laughs> Everyone's beautiful, but not him. He's a <laughs> fucking asshole. So Dean, He's a candy Coral. Man. Coral. The Candyman. All right. So he was born December twenty fourth, nineteen thirty nine, in Indiana, your favorite state. Um, <laughs> the fate, like. It's not true. It is. That's not true. It's not my favorite state. What's your favorite state? The one we're living in right now. Yes. Wyoming. <laughs> Wyoming. He said it. He said it. Great. You just brought down a bunch of serial killers. Don't worry. I'll make sure to scream your name when I'm getting murdered. <laughs> Danielle. <laughs> it was Danielle. Uh, so his parents were Mary Robinson and Arnold Edwin Coral. Coral. So they grew up in a home. He grew up in a home where his parents always fought. His dad was super strict and his mom was like extremely overprotective. Um, they divorced when he was an infant, which was four years after they gave birth to his younger brother, Stanley. Stanley Cole. Exactly. Yeah, Cole. Um, and then they got remarried after World War II. 
Um, but then his fa- the father looked at his children with distaste and had harsh punishments for literally anything that they did wrong. Um, and then, so they didn't really, you know, mesh well. So they left again. They were the best of friends. Yeah. So they separated again. And Dean and his younger brother Stanley left um, with his mom. And she had to work and I feel like I'm saying and a lot and I'm really noticing it right now. And? And. <laughs> it's, it's supposed to be yes and. Oh. Okay. And? Stop. So they were left with a lot of sit- sitters. But a random fact, at age seven, Dean had rheumat- rheumatic, rheumatoid? rheumatic rheumatoid? fever. Uh, Is that a thing? I think that's how you say it. Um, and it left him with a heart condition. Was it a broken heart? A rheumatic heart. Uh, romantic? <laughs> Is that romantic. what you're trying to say? <laughs> Where did that? Fuck you. <laughs> family guy. He's like, is it a magical tumor? Uh, well, no, it's uh, like a magical sunshine-filled tumor. It's like, you're going to die. <laughs> no. It wasn't. Um, so this made him frequently rheumatic. absent from school. But she remarried, the mom remarried him, they moved to Texas, and they started a candy business part-time in their garage in 1950s. This is where it all begins. The the McHenry Chocolate Factory. I have a feeling. And then... Willy Wonka. um, She soon divorced this guy that they started it with and made Dean vice president of the company. Good for Dean. And Dean was super generous with samples because he wanted to make friends. Um, I know that was kind of all spacey. There was not a lot, and I didn't really care about his background. The <laughs> so, it's not okay, what is upbringing? Guys, uh, do your own research. This isn't an episode of SVU or Criminal Minds. This is, we're not getting the background of these things. We're getting to the juicy part. Yeah, we need the juicy details. Sorry to all the victims. I am so sorry. Of course. Yes. All right. Um, 1964, when he was 25 years old, Dean was drafted despite his heart condition. Um, and this is where supposedly supposedly he started to realize he was homosexual. And, well, you know, all the supposedly. men. And I'm like, I feel like you probably knew that before, but this really intensified, you know? It's like more naked men. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh, now I have to shower with them? Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'll serve my country, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, poor murderer. Dean Uh, Coral. Coral! So he was discharged after 10 months so he could help his mother uh, run the candy business. And I was like, I'm sorry, how is that an excuse in the 60s to be like, you know what, you gotta help your mom run he this candy business? also yeah. has a heart condition? Maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe if they found out about it. breaker? Yeah. But like. But they drafted him either way. Yeah. That's true. So maybe not. I don't know. It was weird. But anyways, he left. But fun fact, he eventually took over the business and invited local children for free candy. And a number of people commented on how not normal it was for Dean to hang out with young and teenage boys in particular. Um, But no one made the connection to all the missing boys in the neighborhood. Nobody made the connection. The guy who gives out candy and hangs out with all the kids. Not the candy man. Not the candy man. The candy man. Cannot. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. We have to watch Willy Wonka to this. I oh need it. So we're going to pause right now. Sorry, guys. We're yeah, gonna okay. We're going to be back right. Actually, we're going to just have like Willy Wonka playing in the background. Oh my god, we should. Okay, no. No, I get too distracted. Okay, guys. Um, Cut it. Okay, we're back from watching Willy Wonka. We're going to continue this now. The other Candyman. <laughs> so in night. Mm. In 1968. We're going to pause one more time. Shut up. <laughs> In 1968, when he was 29, um, the business began to fail, and he ended up getting a job at Houston, in Houston, as a, at a, can I speak? Got a job in Houston as a, DJ? In a lighting and power company. I wrote it wrong, and that's why I'm reading it wrong. (laughs) With my hand. Yeah. (laughs) Huh. So this is when Dean's personality shifted. He was now hypersensitive and glum and then became good friends with these two teenage boys, David Brooks and Elmer Henley. Um, again, continue to pass out free candy. I mean, like, that's why his fucking business went to hell. Yeah, yeah he, I know, right? He killed he, all his fucking customers. Like, well, <laughs> Plus, you just he just gave no free candy. All the time. There was no income in Oh, this. but wait. He added the next step. He started hosting glue and paint sniffing parties at his apartment. For kids? Mm, yeah. <laughs> the little kids. Elmer's glue. And for the really young ones, he, he brings some glue that you could eat. <laughs> yep. That sounds so bad. It's really uh, bad. At the no, same time, uh, he started to display a sadistic streak, you know, bondage with his sexual partners, and they were usually younger, of, of the younger persuasion. Twinks. Yes. Oh, well, bad or younger. Oh. Yeah. The hee-hee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> If you don't get that, you should probably not listen to this anymore. Yeah, explicit, guys. Explicit. N-S-F-W. That took you so long to I say. I had to think about it. <laughs> okay, 1970, when he was 31, um, David Brooks entered Dean's apartment. Um, and c- this is because he lived there for a while, because, you know, it was a weird time. The runaways and shit. Um... But he found Dean naked, and he had two boys strapped to a homemade torture rack. And I'm going to show you. It's kind of a shitty picture, because I blew it up. But um, thanks, Tina, for getting oh, in the can. way. <laughs> the can. And it's like a like plywood, and then um, handcuffs at the top corners, and then rope at the bottom corners. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. That's very nice. Yeah. Homemade DIY. Yeah, that was his DIY. Um, he was embarrassed, so he released them, but then offered David a car in return for silence. So David was like, "Sure." <laughs> Got a little weird, but I'm getting it. Yeah. I walk too much. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. Um, when My is great. Got me a car. When Dean's, you know, passion for, you know. Passion exactly turn into murder he would pay david and elmer two hundred dollars a head for fresh victims two hundred dollars to find people to murder yes what these kids are like that's a that's not a good rate (laughs) right for like murdering people and your silence yeah and the transporting them back and forth too like right you're doing all the 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 gas the mileage of the car. And by there are no tax write-offs for this. <laughs> this is cold hard cash. 
cash, basically. <laughs> like, yeah. what? So, $200. So, his first murder, uh, it was uncertain when exactly it happened. David said it was sometime mid-1970. But um, this guy... Huh? $200 in the 70s. Be a lot. Yeah. Be a decent amount. Um, it'd be Jeffrey Conan, 18-year-old college student. He disappeared um, September 25th, 1970. So he's kind of right, mid-1970. Um, so he was picked up while hitchhiking from the University of Texas to his parents' home in Houston. Uh, and that's all we know about him. Fun fact, though. Most of Dean's victims were drawn from a seedy Houston neighborhood called The Heights, and disappearance, disappearances from this area were ignored by police because a lot of people were just, like, running away, so they were like, eh. Just another runaway. Yeah, just another runaway. Um, what are you looking up? What did you look up? Okay, so $200 in the 70s is, like, $1,300 today. Oh, yeah. Like, four years ago. It's better. Yeah. Awful, still. (laughs) I mean, that's a lot. Especially when you're, like, 18 or something. But good for us for questioning value of prices. But seriously. You're getting ripped off of her. Still. I feel better about it now. It's still not okay. It's obviously not okay. We should probably be focusing on the actual murder and how that's horrible. Yeah. But that... that Know your worth. Know your worth. Yes, mm-hmm. like That's every like every white girl. <laughs> we have a lesson for every episode. That is today's. <laughs> it's like lesson. a fact of life. <laughs> I'm Tootsie Killer. <laughs> I'm rocking this hair. So December 15, 1970, James Glass, who was 14, was an acquaintance of Dean, and David Yates, who was 15. Um, they were both lured to date by David to Dean's apartment. Um, they were attending a religious rally at the time, and they were both killed on that day together. But now we go to 1971, January 30th, David, or not David, that says Donald, Donald, 17-year-old, and Jerry, 13-year-old, Waldrop, I think that's her last name, vanished on their way to a bowling alley. And according to David, their dad, who was a builder or contractor or something, was working on the apartment right next to them as they were being killed. Killed. Uh, yeah. Like, how fucked up is that? Do we have like, things like that going on now? Huh? Do we have things like this going on right now? I or? mean, should we check our neighbors right now in this apartment? We're not, well, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Just to make sure they're okay? I mean, now I'm kind of worried. There's a lot of cars out there. And I've seen some of those cars don't move. And you know, swamps on the side. That's true. Anyone go missing? All right, guys, let's not talk about that. I'm just saying. I've seen a lot of shows. I know what's up. SVU. Killer reactions. (laughs) So they were both strangled, and Dean even placed Jerry, who was 13 year 13 years old. He placed his ID next to the body, like as he when he buried it. March 9th of 1971, Randall Lee Harvey, who was 15, disappeared on his way from home, disappeared on his way home from work at a gas station, and he was shot in the head. May 29th, David Hillgeist, who was 13, vanished on on his way to a local pool. He was one of Elmer's earliest childhood friends, so that's fucked up. 
I mean, for two hundred dollars, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thirteen. Well, uh, uh, $200 worth thirteen hundred dollars, and that was in the twenty sixteen, by the way. It could be like thirteen fifty. <laughs> yeah. But then, do they share it amongst themselves? Yeah. I thought it was each. Each. Oh. Per yeah. person. Per. So they they're living in a good apartment together if they're living together. Um. So then. It, also that day, May 29th, oh. Mally Winkle, 16, former employee of the Dean Kroll Candy Company, um, also boyfriend to Randall Lee Harvey, the one that was killed on March 9th, his sister. Wait, a woman was killed then too? No. A girl? No, no. Mally Winkle was the boyfriend to Randall's oh. sister. Oh, so weird. So connection they're not even going that far like they're um, like hey let's just everyone we know let's just breathe yeah literally and then he oh, was last seen climbing so into stupid. a white van where are you random people no that's got a family members. <laughs> yeah you're they'll right. never suspect it um august no 17th of 1971 reuben watson 17 vanished on his way to a theater um this was the final victim to vanish before elmer started to help with the abductions and murders like the actual murders themselves. So it didn't stop, it just continued, Continu- but like he helped and, now. Yeah. And then, he's, and then he had, he's like, let me get more involved. Uh, this is the last time that he killed by himself because now he got a partner yeah. in chapter two. Uh, what? So now we're in 1972 yeah. when he's 33. Crazy couple years. March 24th, Frank Aguirre, 18, boyfriend of Rhonda Williams. She'll be brought back up later. Just. Remember that name. Remember that name. May 21st, Johnny DeLome, 16, disappeared on his way to a local store. He was shot in the head and then strangled by Elmer. And then strangled? Mm Mm-hmm. Strangled, I don't know why. Maybe he got the side. I don't know. Um, Also May 21st, Billy Bulch disappeared with Johnny. He was also a former employee of Dean. Um, October 2nd. Wally S, because I'm not even going to try that last name. Wally? 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 I don't know. Eva? He was 14. He vanished on his way to spend the night with a friend. Um, Richard Hembry, 13, last seen with a friend in a white van parked outside of a grocery store. December 22nd of that year. Why is no one doing anything about this? Scott, 18, friend of both David and Elmer. Wait. And it's just gonna be one of those things like where we smudge something, there's gonna be a fucking killer clown chasing us because you're like, oh wait, look at the The ears. next is Robert! <laughs> He's like, this bitch. <laughs> no. 1973, <laughs> bitch, here we go. Next year, June 4th, Billy Ray Lawrence. He was 15. He was kept alive for four days and killed and buried. He was a friend of Elmer. June 15th. I'm assuming Elmer headed that one because that sounds a little different than the rest of them. Probably. Yeah. yeah. June 15th, Ray Blackburn. He was 20. Don't have any more information on him. July 7th, Homer Garcia, 15. Met Elmer at driving school. Shot and then buried. July 19th, Tony Bulge. um, They killed his older brother, Billy, the year before. How many is that? July 25th, Marty Jones, 18. Last seen with friend Charles in the company of Elmer. And then Charles, that same day, shot a school friend of Elmer, shot twice in the head. August 3rd, James D., 13. He was the last victim, lured to Dean's apartment on the pretext of collecting empty Coke bottles to resell. So did the police just not do that? But, fun fact, 
The youngest known victim is nine years old. Obviously not on that list that I gave you. He was a neighbor that lived across the street from Dean's apartment. Okay, yeah. It's a lot to soak in, right? Oh, <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, like, after, Elmer, like, the you're, first five murders, like, were they like, no, like, hey, no more walking by yourself. Like, don't get, like, no don't strangers, like, nothing, like, don't that white van. No one was yeah. concerned that everyone Elmer ever knew died, yeah. and then he <laughs> was like, suddenly no spending way more money. But again, we have SVU and all those, like, cool shows. They like, did it back yeah. then. Like we have, have the knowledge. They didn't have Olivia. Like stars, we stars have Olivia. Olivia! Olivia Benton! I love All right, so mm-hmm. August 8th. Mm-hmm. Yes. Elmer called the police to Dean's apartment, crying or oh, fearful. Oh, put in a missing person? They found family? Dean dead with six shots in his shoulder and back. Elmer claiming it was self-defense. I thought you had, somebody was going to say something. Okay. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank yeah, you. I thought our silence <laughs> said a lot. I okay. forgot to cue the gas. Sorry. <laughs> I was so, myself. <laughs> Elmer said Dean got crazy when he brought a girl to their paint-sniffing party, Rhonda Williams. No girls allowed. 15 she years old. She came back. She ran away and needed a place to stay. And Elmer thought it would be okay. She was kind of like his girlfriend now. Since, you know. That's fine. Her boyfriend died. How old is Elmer at this point? He's there. He's like either 17 or 18, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so Rhonda, Elmer, and then they also had this other friend, Timothy, who was supposed to be his, like, intended victim for Dean. Like, that's, that, you know, that the sacrifice. Yeah. Um, Sacrifice to the god known as Dean Coral. Coral! Um, but Dean obviously got mad that he brought a girl, so um, they were like sniffing paint, whatever, and they all passed out. And As Dean, <laughs> Dean got pit, or Dean was obviously already pissed, so he tied them all up. And Elmer was the first one to like come to, and Dean was waving a twenty-two pistol around uh. um, and angrily threatening to kill them all and then Dean or Elmer started freaking out so he was like somehow talked Dean down and was like just let me go can you can together. rape and kill Timothy I'll rape and kill Rhonda it's fine and, we can move past this. Oh my yeah. god, Elmer fell in love. So he was like, yeah, Rule totally. He let him go. Rule number one. And I guess, like, I don't know what exactly happened. Like, he didn't want to do it or couldn't do it or whatever. Do you want whatever. me to tell you what happened? They fought. Elmer got the gun. And that's how it happened. Oh. How did it happen, Jeff? No, that's Please not, that was pretty much exactly what I was going to say. Oh, okay. He yeah. broke his promise to not fall in love with him. <laughs> Oh, That's no. rule number one. You forgot what rule number oh, one was. No. And then he grabbed the wrist. There was a struggle. And had those nice bangs. Yeah, and he, he wore the overalls. And he pushed Dean oh, no. away. And he was like, I'm sorry. And he's he's like, like, no, I love you. What and the fuck like, are you talking and about? Then, and then six shots later. And then six, they saw the butterfly oh. tattoo on his back. Oh, no. no. Alexa. None of this is factual. Yeah. <laughs> Please oh, yes. do your own do research. Your own research. I've heard, I've heard. Okay, so the bodies... <laughs> Or Wonderland. So, 42 boys had vanished in that area since 1970. So, two, three years? Police were heavily criticized. 
They were they Still called there. off the search because they found the 26th and 27th victim tied together. Even though there were extra bones in the grave, it was like a pelvis and like an arm bone yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Obviously, like two different Just some bodies. Extras. Like, oh yeah. And they're like indicating at least you know obviously there's one other body here, um, but they didn't want to look past it because they had surpassed Juan Corona's record at the time for the most victims like found or whatever so, so they're like done no yeah. one wants that on yeah. their town <laughs> we're not nope so they're like we found more so we're done like yeah like the the fucking a thousand a thousand and one alex yeah <laughs> i the did it the bone price is right apparently <laughs> <laughs> um so elmer led detectives to a rented boat shed in houston where they found 17 bodies Lake and then Lake Sam Rayburn, they found four more. Then Beach at High Island, they found six more. But Elmer insisted that there were more bodies, but they were just like, nah, we're not gonna look. Like, yeah. we're done. <laughs> um, so I, I, when I read that, I read that obviously I read like multiple articles about it, and I'm like. How did you just stop? You're like, oh, this extra bone. He just had an extra pelvis. Yeah. This guy had an extra pelvis. It's fine. That's where it went. It's I've seen crazy condition. <laughs> extra pelvis disease. You've never heard of it? Um, well, we've gotten the medicine, so probably not. It's been fixed since then. <laughs> so, some of them were shot. Some of them were strangled. Some of them were castrated. Some of them had their pubic hairs plucked one at a time. Some of them were sodomized. Some of them had glass rods inserted into their urethra, urethra, then shattered. Then they had, some of them had their genitals removed. What? It's already bad enough just like the murdering and the the raping and all, but like, oh my God. (laughs) Who does that? The, the candy, candy man. man. Oh my God! Stop. <laughs> this is stuff. Oh, do not think about this song. We're about to go to sleep because you're gonna freak oh, out. Yeah. Especially like with that dark hallways and the doors everywhere. And the you're just gonna smell sugar yeah. and you're gonna cats. Yeah. <laughs> when I drive home from work, I smell. Um, candy. There's, it's like Breakfast. a, I think there's like a donut place. Uh-oh. Ooh, even better. And it the literally smells can. amazing. <laughs> I die for that. I want one. Like, yeah, I'm like, ooh. Are you gonna kill me? Can I finish the donut before you kill me? I get that fucking bear claw. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? I'm about to die. Fuck the carbs. <laughs> All right. So fun facts. In the book, The Man with a Candy by Jack Olson. He suggests that there are more victims buried around Dean's candy shop. Authorities have shown no interest in pursuing it. Um, These police suck. Right? Yeah, they really were just like, no. Yeah. Um, workers at the Kroll Candy Company saw Dean do a lot of digging in the years leading to 1968. Nice. So not even well, in the 70s yet. Or maybe he was... So, so it was like 40-something... Aren't even including the people that he might have killed. Yeah. So Dean said he was burying spoiled candy to avoid contamination by insects, and I'm like, where well, that's would the I insects do. contaminate? I do that with my candy. What? That's bad. <laughs> I guess that's a common practice. September first. <laughs> that's a thing, right? <laughs> we don't all go out and bury our old candy. candy. I think some people bad. need to Google more things. 
National holiday. Uh, so I think we gave out like your old candy too. Like, fuck it. <laughs> we didn't bury it. <laughs> Subsequently, <laughs> he cemented over the floor. Um, and then he was also seen digging in waste ground that was later converted into a parking lot. Um, he also, former employees also recalled Dean had rolls of this clear plastic that was the same type of plastic to that his Cover victims candy. were buried in. <laughs> uh, so, so suspicion started or uh, stated that he started killing earlier than 1970. And there was also a five and a half month gap between killings, which is unusual for a serial killer. So, so in Galveston County, they received reports of three men digging on the beach in 1973, but police were unwilling to search. Um, but also the Pope, he though, that he commented on how horrendous the crimes were and offered sympathy. 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 Would you like a cup of sympathy? <laughs> Get it together, Jasmina Nicolata. <laughs> Jasmina. This is episode 32, damn it. <laughs> I know, I should and have my shit together. Hour. This isn't the God time. God damn it. Look at how down. I blossom. Look at me, confidant. <laughs> so they offered... <laughs> They offered sympathy to the relatives. Oh, sympathy. So, while in custody, David and Elmer confessed to their role in procuring victims. Um, But, fun fact. (laughs) Another one. Yeah. (laughs) A murder. We're full of facts. Um, I kind of like this game. (laughs) 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 Define fun, but... (laughs) Um, So they hardly saw any of the money, apparently, that they were getting for these victims. What? They were getting credit? It it was argued... The IOUs are really stacking up. (laughs) Amazon gift cards? It was argued that they just said this so that they could just lessen their charges. Oh, clever girl. Yeah. (laughs) They're getting paid in candy. (laughs) I mean, actually... Um, Hold on to this candy. No one pays me gum. In August 1974, um, they were convicted. Elmer was found guilty of six murders, sentenced to life in prison. Uh, But he was not charged with killing Dean because it was judged as self-defense. Well, they were like, this guy's a psycho, that's fine. I know, I just thought it was funny because they were like, no, 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 we're not charging you with it. That's fine, that's fine, no. No, no, no. We'll keep that up. Like, no, we believe he was going to try to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brooks was found of the same thing, but just like a year later, or a few months later. Um, and then in 1976, Houston authorities linked other local pedophiles with Dean's murder ring through their child porn investigations. This is ringing true. No today. prosecutions were forthcoming. Nice. So nice. it's. Is it 2020? Is it 2020? Retribution is coming for those who didn't get it. Jack sounds like a fucking, like, (laughs) Resident Evil ass. The rebellion is now. Fucking his mask on and everything. Like, get over here. He needs, like, a fucking machete, like, to pull the whole look together. Um, So one last thing. Elmer, his conviction was overturned in December 1978 based on the issue of pre-trial publicity. 
But he was convicted and sentenced a second time in June 1979. <laughs> 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 and bitch! <laughs> I just thought it was so funny. I'm like, do you really think it was because of the publicity that yeah. you got a sentence? It swayed, it swayed yeah. the jury. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It did some part in it, but I think the murders were got to The, like, 20-plus <laughs> yeah. victims. I mean, the facts were. alone, horrifying. Yeah. Without seeing all the people and with their opinions about it. Uh, yeah. Coral. Coral. All right, that's all I have, guys. Yay. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having us. Thanks. You live here. Shut up. <laughs> Thank you for the triple sec. I love it. Oh yeah. We're giving our guests um. Yeah. Things. Be team. <laughs> is it be your guest? Be our guest. Be our guest. Be, be our guest. Be our guest. That's all I know. Yeah. yeah. We don't want to get sued, so we're gonna be there. Sponsor us, Disney. <laughs> no, Help no. Me I'm gonna. No, I'd say we we pass up on Disney sponsorships. They're oh, trying to take yeah. over every goddamn oh, channel. I mean, if they got money. <laughs> if you want to see my killer reactions, starring Disney. Hi, you're watching Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, you're watching Killer Reactions, killer and then reaction. you do it night on Disney. <laughs> I wear the fucking ears. I'm down. Let's do this. <laughs> Hi, I'm Robert. We're gonna need to get some glow sticks. I, I act as if they can see what we're doing right now. <laughs> I'm doing a handstand right now. So amazing. Oh, wow. Damn, know. Robert. Did you just Back do a backflip? Oh, shit. Landed it. USA. You did it. That was a perfect ending to Oh, he fell. Oh, he fell. Oh, what happened? No, but, but then I caught <laughs> myself. And I caught myself. And then I did another you, backflip. And oh, I and then he rolled out of it? Oh, my God. Wait, where did that fucking alligator come from? Quick, cut the mic before you say something else. He's fighting the alligator. Robert! Okay, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.